And welcome back, everyone, in this Sunday morning. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole at Sports Medicine Weekly. Time now for our Ask the Doctor segment. Easy for you to get involved. That's what it's all about, having our listeners ask the doc a question. Go to our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. On the homepage, you'll find the link underneath the picture of Dr. Cole and yours truly. Click on that link, and you can submit a question. Again, sportsmedicineweekly.com is our website. Got an interesting one here, Dr. Cole, that came in through the website. Um, and you know all about this, I'm sure, but I've never heard of this before. So, so Dr. Cole, uh, I had shoulder surgery, and the doctor put a pain pump in my shoulder, but then I got arthritis. Can you explain? Yeah, this is a, a tough one, and I know this uh, listener had a, the question was a very um, uh, uh, detailed question and had all kinds of ramifications and implications, but... I think first is just to sort of set the table and explain what it is. There was a, a time where uh, we as surgeons were using uh, these pumps that contain local anesthetic, and they were initially approved for areas around nerves and so forth to give a long-acting pain relief um, following surgery and can minimize the need for narcotics, for example, that would otherwise be required because someone had an operation. and. And what uh, some started doing was actually taking the pump and putting it inside the joint and um, for after, say, a shoulder surgery or a knee surgery. And there was a subpopulation of patients who ended up getting arthritis. And um, uh, it, uh, the, the challenge is a very young group of people, and there was no knowledge that uh, at the time or recognition that prolonged exposure to local anesthetics might or could lead to the development of arthritis. And you can imagine how... This, you know, this is where translational medicine, where you say, hey, we've got this problem we've identified. In this case, the fact that putting local anesthetic for extended period of time, 24 to 48 hours into a joint, might cause a downstream problem. People start looking at the epidemiology, the incidence, the frequency, and so forth. And there have been a number of papers, including papers that we've published on this exact topic. This listener was interested in what do you do, and, and the challenge, these are young people with arthritis. Well, we do transplants in these patients, just like we do the knee, for example. We can do them in the shoulder, depending on the distribution of the disease. Uh, but some of them have uh, extensive disease that the only thing we can do is go in and do what's called a capsule release, where we release the capsule, clean thing of the shoulder, which is the soft tissue around it, to give them more mobility, and clean it out and hope that, that gives them some reduction in pain. And then finally, uh, shoulder replacements solved it in most instances. Um, I think you know this individual's challenge is that they're they're also asking questions about responsibility and so forth. And you know, Steve, there's been a number of examples over time where technology, uh, at face value, looks to be very safe. It gets approved or it gets used off-label, thinking that there's no alter, uh, uh, um, adverse consequences of doing that. And then something disastrous might or could happen. And uh, this was, you know, an area that we did some uh, really high-level animal research in. We've treated uh, probably over 100 patients with this problem, and we've done, and we've been successful. But it's a more challenging problem because they're such young patients, and they tend to have very severe symptoms. But uh, it's an unfortunate situation that uh, we now understand, and should never happen again. I think it's it's something that you know it shouldn't be an issue today because people are very aware of it. Interesting, because I've never heard of the pain pump before, so uh, you never know what you're going to get here on Sports Medicine <laughs> Weekly. That is, that is true. That is absolutely true. Okay, Doc, we're out of time. Uh, great show. Appreciate it. Uh, continued success to you, your staff, uh, 
patience, family, and we'll talk with you again next Sunday for a new edition. Steve, you as well, and uh, please, everyone, be diligent. Uh, we kind of all know what's going on around us, so this is the time to uh, uh, even be more diligent than before. Okay, and uh, many thanks to our producer. He's Shane Reardon. Also to David Cole. He manages our website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel. We thank you for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly. Don't forget, folks, the shows can also be heard on your favorite podcast channels, such as Apple, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and many others. For the full channel list, go to sportsmedicineweekly.com forward slash podcast hyphen syndication. We'll be back again next Sunday with a brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly at 7 a.m. Central. Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel. Be safe, everybody. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score.